The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's Thursday. It's Corn Ruth pregame. You ready? No debate, cause it's all. I'm too official, got the drip, I got the sauce. Bring the proof when it's time to tell the truth. I'll be at the corner booth, find me in the corner booth, yeah. Still standing in defiant. Slay the competition, cause I'm walking like a giant. Bring the proof when it's time to tell the truth. I'll be at the corner booth, find me in the corner booth, corner booth. I, I, hey, I, I feel like I have not officially said this. I've tiptoed around it. Hey, will you marry me? Do I have to answer now? Or? <laughs> um, no, you have time. You you can think about it. You can think about a way to say no without hurting my feelings if you want. Lovely. Oh I'll send you a letter. Just don't <laughs> even. Right, cool. Thank you. I'll I'll send you my address later so you can send it to my house. Yeah, I'm never giving you my address. I don't want you getting that close. <laughs> oh, I know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corner Booth pregame. I am your host, Jared Clem, on a cookie-less laptop. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't realize how much this speeds up your brow- your browser until I started like working, trying to prep for the show today. I just said, oh, fuck it. I haven't cleaned my cookie history in a while. I realized I hadn't done it in two years, and I never cleaned my history in two years. I literally wiped that shit clean. This thing's running like a damn Ferrari right now. So, so far, so good. The intro looked great. We got a great show tonight. We've got a returning guest who we haven't seen in about three, four months. Uh, I'd say two months, two months. And then also we have a guy we haven't seen in two weeks who, who is, you know, his hiatus is over. He's the our favorite part of the uh, Hilo Sports crew. DJ is back, obviously. Of course, and also we have my two co-hosts. If y'all didn't know, Chris has been promoted. He is no longer just the intern. He's now Chris Lipoff, the muted co-host. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big promotion. Um, one thing I'm missing is my beer right now. That beer is going to taste like promotion. Go get your fucking beer. <laughs> All right. Oh, Joining me now is my other co-host, my partner in crime, my fellow Southern Connecticut graduate, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matt Ordazzo. Now, yeah, homeowner Matt Ordazzo. Yeah. Ah, homeowner, yeah, gonna, all my money is gone. And listen, if you haven't, you may need more cookies for your computer. I've got plenty for you. You can't ah, see them because it's blurry, but I got a bunch of chocolate chips. You know, also, also, I gotta say, I love, I love the ending of our intro. I, I look forward to it every time we play it, and it always bothers me that Samir had no emotion to that entire debacle going on. Proceeding? Everybody's dying. Yes, no, it's it, funny. He must have been fu- so fucking stoned for that. For that for that part of the show. He Samir must have been so fucking stoned for that part of the show because that was our Super Bowl show too by the way, which is hilarious. But also <laughs> that part of the show is going away according to Kevin. He goes, "I will literally do any new intro you want just now that I actually have a girl I'm serious about. Please get it off the intro." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, fair enough." And also joining us ladies and gentlemen, a friend of the show, host of Unfair Sports, a Sooners fan, a Marvel nerd, one of the coolest dudes I know, and also one of the people I refer to for basketball knowledge because I'm kind of uh, stupid when it comes to basketball, except for my Timberwolves are kicking ass, taking names, and taking suspensions. What up, you bitch-ass Draymond? Ladies and gentlemen, my man Jay Smith. 
What's good, man? Hey, yeah, you're uh the Ant Man took over that team. That's so y'all are baby. flying high, bro. Like, there's always a meme of him, have him, have Jordan, and I see it. That dude, well, listen, he's him shit. and Jimmy Butler, the two illegitimate sons of Michael Jordan. It feels like it. Yes, they bro, play listen, just like we don't him. know where Mike was those years. I mean, I mean, it's a fair point. And uh, Marcus Jordan is banging his old teammate's wife. So, you know, I, I mean, listen, then again, Larson Pittman's probably banged about half the NBA at this point. So it's kind of like a point. It must be yeah. really good. That shit's got to be real good. No, nah, this one's got to be like a peach. Listen, listen, no disrespect. This is not trying to be sex disrespectful, but man. That shit's got to be like a petri dish at this point. Like, that's oh, terrifying. No. I mean, hey, he's still there. It's got to be worth it. <laughs> there, it's it's got to be like like dark magic or something. Just because there's it's something. Dark magic. Yeah, that's the way to put it, man. Uh, oh, man, it's been a good week, though. Um, We got the most interesting six-pack of underprivileged when it comes to, like, views from the, the from the NFL media. I've got some serious fucking beef with the NCAA. And we're going to introduce Jay and DJ to an, our second round of Corner Booth Knockout. We're working our way up the tier system. This week's, this week's edition is who's more likely to win a Super Bowl. So right now, I believe it's the Bears versus the Titans. Am I right in that one, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, we left off Bears-Titans. Or it was Cardinals-Titans. I can't remember. No, it was Bears-Titans. Uh, wait. Go back, check the tape. No, I think I remember we did a hard run with the Bears. Yeah, the Bears, Bears went on a run. So, yeah. Jay, we, what we did was we took last week's power rankings and we just started at the bottom with, um, I believe it was uh, the Panthers. And worked our way up. The Giants went on like a four-team run, three or four-team run. Then they ran to the Bears. The Bears buzzsawed everybody. The hardest one was the Cardinals. And they came down to a coin flip. And now they're taking on the Titans. So we're working our way up. So you and DJ will kind of help us with that. We'll kind of just do deciding votes. It'll be fun. <clears throat> there are five of us here, so it'll be a good even way to do it. Also, we have another loaded six-pack. And like I said in the corner booth, in the uh, belly-up chat, tell us your locks of the week, your gambling bets, your money lines or anything. If football related, even better. Basketball, I'll take it. Yeah, I need it. And if somebody can tell me what the fuck this in-season tournament is in layman's terms, I am the happiest man alive. Because here's the problem. My coworker's a big Celtics fan. He tried to explain this to me about six weeks ago. Or no, I'm sorry, six days ago. And I'm trying to, like, understand, like, the whole premise of it. And at the end of the day, I'm still sitting here, I'm like, I don't get the whole in-season tournament. I it, like I understand the when the soccer team when soccer does it right, all those Premier Leagues and everything else overseas. That makes sense because they stop the season, they do a tournament, they go back to it. Even the MLS, but with the NBA, they play like three games, then they go back to regular play, then they go back to three games. And make I am so confused. Somebody make sense of it for me. Yeah, I was gonna make a connection. Like it was just like the Premier League or like any soccer event. Like say like the World Cup is in the middle of the season. Like they stop what they're doing and then they play international for a month and then they go back to their club teams. I can help. Fair um, enough. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean the way the pre- like the way the Premier League is and it's kind of like they have this thing called like the FA Cup, which is also like a tournament that like goes on throughout the season, but it doesn't count towards your your um, regular season, like standings or statistics or anything like that. It's just like, it's like another trophy to win, but it takes place during the 
vast majority of the Premier League. So that's kind of like how like I see this in-season tournament for the NBA, just kind of like the FA Cup. You know what I mean? It's not it's not winning the league. You know what I mean? It's not winning the actual championship, but it's kind of like I I don't know, dude. It feels like a mini trophy. I'm not a fan of it personally. I've seen all of the courts for the NBA um, for this new in-season tournament, and it's all crappy. Like, I was watching the Sixers yesterday, and the whole court was red, like, just blood red. Like, what is this, Eastern Washington right now? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, well, like the fuck, dude? But, like, I don't know. I'm not – I know it does count towards your regular season, but, like, I just don't – I don't know. My guy. That's our boy H, man. Um, listen, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I will probably understand it by the end of the season. All I know is my wolves are kicking everyone's ass except for Phoenix who apparently woke up last night. Um, I'm just, it's a good time to be a Timberwolves fan, which you haven't really been able to say since I was nine years old. So I should tell you something right now. Um, cause I don't count those. I don't count last two years because we got our ass kicked in the first round and I don't count. Uh, 17 with my with uh, Unc Jimmy Butler because as much as I love Jimmy, I have his Timberwolves Jordans. I love that man to death. When we traded him, I was I was mad at him for about a half a week, half a season, and then I realized that Cat and Wiggins were the baby back bitches. And Wiggins is not Wiggins got his cojones back when he went to Golden State, but um, Cat's still a bitch. I I don't like Cat. Everyone's like, why don't you like Cat? I'm like, he dude, he's about as soft as melted mozzarella cheese, man. Like, I went to the, yeah, I went to the Sixers game a couple years ago when Ben Simmons was on the team, and they was were that the time that MB choked him out. Yeah, well, Ben Simmons choking him out. Yeah, he's like, "How dare you say that about my girl, Kendall?" Yeah, and then Jimmy, Jimmy comes to play here, and then the same situation. Like, it's not Jimmy who's you know the bitch. I mean, Jimmy follows it all. No, Jimmy's just throw. like Jimmy's it's a ben '90s Simmons. basketball player playing in the modern era. Yeah, exactly. It was it's Ben Simmons. It's just like I mean, he he was the issue. I mean, you're seeing he was doing with the Nets right now. You know, I mean, he's yeah. not playing back issues. He, I mean, fellas, 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 we don't have James Harden in any of our teams. That should be a win right yeah, there. Dude. I think Jay, I, I've been waiting for you to say something, man, because I you're my NBA default right now. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> hey, man, no, no, you're 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 spot on with that. I mean, the good thing is you don't have James Harden and and Carl Anthony Towns, man. Just remember, he's not big, man. He's a tall man. Like he's just a dude with height. I love he plays that. nothing about his game is big. Point. So if you if you want to, I mean, the fact that he can considers himself the best three point shooting big man, tell me everything I need to know about him being considered a tall man instead. He ain't he he is soft. He ain't got like Chris Stops. nothing like tough Chris, about him. Kristaps is is kind of built. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not he's not Aiton. He's not Embiid. He's not Jokic. He's like six eleven. He's like seven foot one Durant kind of. Yeah, right. It's terrible. So he's kind of like there. There's nothing good about having Cat on your team. Y'all should have gotten rid of him this summer. I like, was. I'm like Julius Randle in a first. I will roll with that. I wanted Jay Randle because he he's, he's, he's good, dude. He has a, he he would fit perfectly with Ant. I mean, honestly though, the fact that Cat is kind of taking that secondary role, well, they can just like go bear, get ten boards, get ten points in three blocks. And then you have Connolly kind of calming everyone down, and then Jalen Noel's kind of like if Cat understands he's the number two, that team is a second, third round of the playoffs. As long as he understands that he is not the alpha dog. And 
Also, I think if he tries to, Ant might beat him into submission. <laughs> Anthony Edwards seems like he has yeah. that kind of like mentality where he will like Michael Jordan your ass in the locker room. Uh, he, he doesn't give a shit. It's so funny. Bro, it's so he funny. was like, yo, he literally was looking at. He was literally well after they beat the Warriors last week. He's yelling to to fucking um Draymond, yo, where you going? <laughs> the cross, like, I I saw that on like on like on like replay, and I'm like, ain't no way this dude is barking at Draymond Green. Where you going? Dude, my favorite part of well, my favorite moment, I guess, of like T Wolves history is um is when you guys won the play in tournament like that. Oh one my game. god, I don't, don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Jumped on the table. <laughs> and he's going nuts. I mean, to be fair, that was the first playoff appearance without like that was the first playoff appearance like we've won a series or we've won a series. I, I think just it was our first I think it was our first home win in a playoff game since 04. Yeah, I was rooting for you guys heavy, dude. I just find it hilarious how it was just Pat Bev. That was anybody. just so – that was just such like – everyone makes fun of that now. And it still kills me because it's like, oh, you're a Wolves fan? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about 2021, all right? And it seems like everybody you guys get somehow winds up on the Sixers. Like, we got Butler from you. We got Pat Rob Bev. Cov. Rob Cov. Well, got, I mean, he st- – yeah, he, he got drafted. Yeah, we gave, you gave him to us, and then we gave him to, like, Portland or something. Yeah, but, and then fellas, bounced around. We got one of my college football expert buddies here. I want to talk about the NCAA because they're starting to get a little sus on me. You guys have heard me rant for years about how the NCAA, the, the ACC hates Miami. It's well documented the eight, that Miami's wanted out. The refs don't. The refs never call game plays in their favor. They always have favored Clemson and Florida State and a few other schools. ACC refs have always been one of the worst. That's. That's a fact. Now, favoring against Miami or certain other teams, I won't say it's true. I've seen certain things, maybe certain safeties on a little bitch boy quarterback named Jordan Travis. Um, that being said, congratulations, Florida State. It took you three bad penalties, two bad missed calls, and a our rookie, our freshman phenom quarterback shattering his forearm where the bone came through the skin to beat us. Yep. Congrats. You're the number four team in the country. And it, Miami had you guys on the fucking ropes. And, and so that gets to my point. How the fuck is Washington not in the top four? It actually is starting to make me upset. Because this is the best Washington team I've seen since Jake fucking Browning was playing quarterback for them. And even possibly even better. You We're going back to the teams that beat the Canes back in 2000s when Neuheisel was coaching. And so the, the Pac-12 has been phenomenal this year. The best game I watched all year, me and Matt at his 28th birthday, me and Matt watched Oregon, Washington in a bar with all of his friends and family. And it was crazy down to the fucking end. And Oregon ranked right behind them. They're the only team, by the way, in the top six who has a win in the top six. I don't get it. I don't understand the bias. Oh, my God, they're undefeated. So is James fucking Madison. Nobody fucking cares. It's about what you did and who you beat. Florida State's best wins fucking LSU. Their most embarrassing win is Miami because Miami's a garbage can still. As a Canes fan, I'm saying this. They're about a year away from being an ACC contender. I think Emory Williams is going to be an All-American. That kid has no fear. 
I think the biggest problem to this Miami program was we brought Tyler Van Dyke back. If Van Dyke transferred to Alabama, which honestly he probably would have been great, Miami could have taken a year of just Ja'Curry Brown and Emory Williams, and they probably would have figured out, okay, we've got one of these two four-stars is going to be our friend, our next like stud quarterback, right? I digress. Florida State is not an impressive team. They get gouged on the run. They have two good playmakers on offense. They're, the running back's just a downhill guy. And to be honest, Jordan Travis doesn't impress me as a passer. He's just athletic and makes enough right reads. But he panics when he gets blitzed. And any team with a decent pass rush is going to drive him crazy. Miami is one of the best pass rushes in the in the in the um in the nation, right? It's one of the few things they're good at this year. They have two all they have two first round pick potentially on that D line. What was a constant during that game? Jordan Travis is running for his fucking life. When they took when they pulled the gas off, Florida State was able to start picking them apart defensively because Miami's weak in their secondary. They're all young guys, except for their two safeties, but their corners are young. Or they're like castaways from Big Ten programs. But that's okay. That's a good ACC team. Honestly, Miami's not a bad team. They just have been screwed by injuries and screwed by bad quarterback play. But here is my favorite thing. And yes, this is like no surprise shocker. And I've said this before. I've said it at work. I've said it at barbecues. I've said it at friends' houses. The only team I hate more than the Dallas Cowboys is the Florida State Seminoles. I will fully admit that on air right now. There's only... Yeah, and the only other team besides those two that hate is the LA Dodgers, but that's well documented. We've got the upper hand right now. Go Snakes. Um, so that being said, right, Oregon, great team. Washington, great team. Michigan, Ohio State, great teams. Georgia, no fucking shit. Great team. Alabama, great team. Florida State, I don't know. Like, they're going to play. So let's be honest. It's, it's going to be North Carolina, Florida State in the ACC Championship two weeks, right? Most likely. Most likely, Most right? Likely. There is a very good chance Drake May and them boys light Florida State up. Like, we may ha- – I'm actually going to put money down for, like, no. Uh, I think it's North Carolina plus 20. I think I was I, I wrote down in my notebook. I mean, minus 20. North Carolina minus 20. I said, you know what? Fuck it. We're going big. Because I watched North Carolina shred that Miami defense that has their coach, their defense coordinator, up for, like, a, a an award for how good they've been this year. Their offense is fucking terrible. That's why. But anyway, that same team held Florida State to 20, I think 28 points. Half of them were off turnovers. Yeah. At the end of the day, if I'm looking at this game, it's remember how in 20, it was like 2014 through 2019, it was always three good teams. It was always Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama, or throwing Georgia one year every year, right? There was always that one team that did not belong. Whether it was Michigan, whether it was Michigan State, whether it was Oklahoma, sorry, Jay, um, or it was Washington back in the day, right? Yeah, no, that's Florida State this year. Florida State goes into any three of those programs and gets thumped Cincinnati style. Badly. Like it's ugly. They're not a they're not a good team. The ACC is a garbage conference run by garbage humans with garbage refs. Scumbags. Levels. But here is the thing. That's not the class. The best team in the ACC is North Carolina by a fucking mile. And the only reason they're not the best team in the ACC is because they're fucking undisciplined. They play like a bunch of fucking crazed 
middle schoolers hopped up on sugar. It's penalties left and right. I think they had 120 yards of penalties against Miami. I think they had another like 88 against I think North Carolina State or something. They like I think they're, they're one of the most top, penalized teams in college. Yeah, the most penalized teams in college football. And yet the, here's the thing: you still keep with those penalties, they will still smoke 80 percent of the teams in the a- ACC in a neutral site game. Because Drake May is the best quarterback in this class by a fucking mile. I'm not. I, I think Caleb Williams has a lot of talent, but Drake May has like NFL All Pro potential. His ceiling's that high. I watched that kid stare down a pass rush and just drop dimes. Yes, listen, Tez Walker is Randy Moss's like illegitimate son. That boy can run. He can jump. He can catch everything. Right. But my point is, Washington and Oregon and Alabama should be fucking insulted by the committee putting Florida State in. If you want my honest opinion, Florida State's the eighth best team in the country. That's my honest opinion right now. If you said today, gun to my head, where do I rank Florida State? I put them at eight. Well, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh, that's pretty low. I don't think they'd be that low, especially since they're one of five teams that's undefeated. James Madison doesn't count because they don't they don't qualify since they just moved into you know um, you know yeah, instead of F- like uh, shitting on them FBS which is stupid I think, oh by my far, god far the stupidest that was actually part does. two of my thing today so but it's the NCAA I'll say this Florida State is is top four right now because of the LSU win they beat them soundly to start the season neutral site all that mm-hmm. jazz beard mustache bullshit anyway they haven't fell at all yet. For it to be warranted to fall. The problem with Washington it has is they look really bad defensively. Like, really bad. But like, look, yeah, Florida State has had its moments. Washington look looks who good. they're playing. They haven't played they a bad. Really bad defensively. They've played That's like the seven thing. top 30 offenses, though. Like, they're like in shootouts because, well, listen, it's the Pacific Passing League. That's what the Pac 12 stands for. But as a Big 12 fan, you should understand. Hey, I totally get it. But Just, they look listen, these these Oklahoma fans, they get a defensive coach and they act all hoity toity now. Um, I mean I mean we are top fifteen defense, so yeah, we, we understand yeah, now this what year, defense looks like. Fucking Venables so. <laughs> in that zone blitz scheme that scares the piss out of me in my nightmares. Hey man, but, historically we had a good defense, uh, especially in the old regime, my, which we're very hey, happy that they're out west. We're very happy that they're gone and which one of them got fired. So in dropping the rankings for all Pac twelve defenses. Thanks, Lincoln. Yeah, 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 exactly. But no, it's just they they defensively they've just looked really bad. And so because of that, that's why you'll see Florida State there right now cuz Florida State hasn't done anything to drop yet. Miami's a considered a rivalry game. So there's always lenience in a rivalry mm-hmm. game. A rivalry's going to give it their best punch. It's they that's everybody's Super Bowl. When you're a rival, that's your Super Bowl. Point yeah. blank period. I don't care how you say it. It's your rival. Oh no, you listen, want, I was you doing anything rights. on Saturday. I was watching that fucking game from start to finish. Yeah. Exactly. It, that's your life. So that's why you'll see Florida State there. Now, what Washington's going to have to do to get in is they're going to – I put it like this. The reason why Washington also isn't above Florida State is because Washington most likely will not beat Oregon in a rematch. Neutral side, Oregon wins that game. That's why they're oh, – oh, Oregon beats their ass on the Oregon is more physical, but the quarterback play, he can't discount I – mean, Bo Nix has gotten better. Well, yeah, well, because he's fucking almost my age. Jay, what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> right, exactly. So I'm not going to nullify that because, yeah, Bo Nix will probably win that game for them next time they play. And so if they play in the Pac-12 championship game, Oregon's going to win it. Oregon's going to jump them. 
Oh, uh, rightfully actually, so because they I would, lost. I would put a bet on that with you, honestly, if they got to play again somehow. Oh, they're they're going to because oh no, if that happens, looks... I will text you and say Jay, ten, uh, twenty spot yep. on Venmo. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we got it. I'm I'm down for it. Oh, we got the question this is, is going to be twenty spot. Can both Oregon it... and Washington get through Oregon State, which the way it looks, they both should be fine. Okay, they'll so make it. They'll play. To my point, I have one point to make. So with the, the teams, this is the teams that Oregon State has. I mean, sorry, Washington has played this year with Oregon State being the the cake, the icing on the cake. As ladies and gentlemen, we were joined by Hunter Renfro stunt double, the brains behind Hilo Sports, and the beauty. Sorry, Kelsey. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Colts fan, Sooners fan, and just an all-around great gentleman. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Stewart. Always a pleasure. One of your better intros so far. I'm proud. It's getting better. You're starting to redeem yourself from that from that uh, John Gannon BS that I'm still Don't mention on. that horrible human's name. <laughs> you put him and my name in the same sentence. That's much worse than me saying it out loud. Fair enough. DJ, we're, right now we're talking. I have a beef with the NCAA disrespecting Washington. After watching my Hurricanes basically put Florida State in the ropes, I, I'm, I'm considering them frauds. At least they should be the eighth best team in the country because I think, honestly – Every team that's ranked behind them up to Alabama would kick their ass, in my opinion. But that being said, I'm just making a point right now. So Arizona's ranked right now. They beat tough game. It looked bad at the start, but now we're realizing Arizona's actually a good football team. Oregon, best game of the year. That might be college football game of the year. That was one of the best ones I ever watched. Arizona State played them tough. It was after. Oregon, so I'll give them a benefit of the doubt from not being able to put up a lot of points, but Arizona State always put them tough. Stanford was the ugly win. Stanford was the one where I was like, all right, you know, not great, because I don't even think Stanford knows how to play football anymore since Andrew Luck left. I'm not sure. Um, USC, listen, that was a shootout. I will, Jay, I will say that. Their defense looked like shit. Caleb was a pro quarterback, but still. Utah, ranked team. It's not a bad resume. That's all I'm saying. I, I get that. Utah also is playing with their third string quarterback. That's a walk on. So but and they're winning some games. Being a first round pick the way he's fucking playing last. Game. I mean the way he's playing. Yeah. I mean he's winning games. So there's a good chance that they're happening. But I mean as of right now, the way Washington, Washington wouldn't be favored. They wouldn't favor be favored over a lot of teams. Probably anybody in the top ten right now, if they played on a neutral site, they wouldn't be. Because uh, because a lot of people question their wide receiver room is elite. The quarterback play is elite. Their defense is not very good. And if you put enough pressure on Penix, we watched that against Arizona State, he folds. Mm-hmm. So because of that, at the same time, he did have the flu, but, you know, I digress. That's the real issue that you have with Washington is a lot of teams still don't believe in them, in which I don't either. I think they're a really good team. I don't believe – they have to prove to me by winning a game mm-hmm. against someone soundly for me to say, okay – because in that Oregon game, they almost lost it at home. Yeah, I know. So, listen, granted, I, 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 so let me see what they look like in the Pac-12 championship, neutral site, two teams just coming in there. Then at that point, I may change my opinion of them. But I don't think they beat Oregon the second time. I think Dan Lanning's got them boys playing out their minds right now. And defensively, they're looking, they're looking better and better. They're looking better. So, I get the beef with the nose. I, I I don't understand what made you think the NCAA ever does anything right. So I'm kind of confused. Oh, about no, that. no, no, no. I'm just saying the off. bar is so incredibly low. They still found a way to get under it. Exactly. But at the same time, Florida State's going to play Louisville for the ACC championship game because uh, Louisville has only lost one game in conference. 
Right, this season, actually. No games in conference. So I expect Louisville to meet them in the uh, – actually, one game in conference. They lost to Pitt, which was absurd. But, yeah, I expect Let's Louisville and, were, and Jeff Brom to, to see – That's going to be a game because oh, Brom yeah. can coach. He can coach. We've watched him at Purdue do some stupid stuff over the last few years. Hell, I mean, he's pulled some upsets against Ohio State at their best. So I anticipate that one being the real challenge as long as they beat Miami on the road. Sorry, Jared. As well as Kentucky. Well, to Kentucky doesn't matter. They beat Miami. They're headed to the AC Championship game. Yeah, they, 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 they basically they, they beat out North Carolina losing to Georgia Tech screwed them. Yep. It's true. So, though. Yeah. But then again, Georgia Tech's like the hardest team to play in the ACC this year. We nobody knows why. They fire their defensive coordinator. They turn into a decent team. It makes no fucking sense. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing in the world. But that's I the thing about it. so. First game. Yeah, you know, Florida State's probably Florida State's gonna have a battle with Louisville, and then that honestly that game as well as Washington Oregon to probably determine a lot of stuff. And then of course the problem is is when Washington loses, if Florida State doesn't win. There's a chance you're going to have two SEC teams in the playoffs once again, which will be Bama, Georgia, because I think Bama beats Georgia in the SEC championship this year. Yeah, I don't trust Georgia's quarterback. I really don't. Yeah, I think he needs another year of cooking. I think he needs another year of cooking in the oven. I really do. Um, so the, here's the thing. I Vegas odds, early odds, tell me something with college football. They – so, when, especially when your team is usually the underdog. So, my, my Hurricanes have not really been good since 2017. Even before that, it was like 2006. We're one-point dogs at home against Louisville. I think, Jay, hear me out. You've got either Jacur, you got Tyler Van Dyke's last dance because he knows he ain't coming back. He's either transferring out or he's going to the draft. You have Louisville thinking, okay, we win this. We have a walk-in game the following week because I believe they play like a cupcake game to end their season. I think it's Kentucky, right? Is that how, how the game ends? Battle of Kentucky is the end of the game, so it's not cupcake. But yes, yes, yes. It is, yeah, Battle of Kentucky. So they're looking forward to Kentucky because that's their bit. That's the battle. That's the battle for the state right there. That that's the um that's the that's the uh, bragging rights game. That's the bragging. I rights think game. they do pay attention to you all heavily because. That win put, stamps them into the it, ACC It does, it does. Game. It stamps it, right? But I also think, and this is, I may call my team a garbage can team, but we've only gotten beaten badly by one team all year. And that's North Carolina. Everyone else, we were in into the last possession, even in all of our losses. So, mm -hmm. that being said, I'm just saying... If you if you want a, a, an up a, a easy money line booster, Miami over Louisville ain't a bad swing. If you're looking to throw a, a free bet down or a dollar down, I'm just saying. What's that spread? It's minus one right now. It's basically a pickup. Yeah, it might have shifted on since... the road. Mm. So it jumped up to two. Opened it to drop to. Uh, actually, Miami's a one-point favorite now. Yeah, no, it swung. It shifted. It moved from minus two Louisville to minus one Miami. That is interesting. Huh, what's the traffic look like? That's what I haven't looked at today. Let me see what the traffic looks like. Fair enough. All right, so listen, right? So Miami's losses this year, North Carolina, Georgia Tech, 
and then Florida State, right? And a- NC State was Tyler Van Dyke's like, okay, this guy's not a pro quarterback. When they win their games, they keep the quarterback in the pocket. They hit him. They force turnovers. That's they beat Clemson. That's how they almost beat Florida State. I'm saying Louisville should watch out. But my biggest beef with the NCAA is I hate this stupid two-year transition rule. James Madison deserves to be in a bowl game. They deserve to win the Sun Belt for their game right now. Yeah, they do. I sit here. It's it's an abomination watching it. It's, it's a terrible rule by the NCAA. But it's the NCAA, though. They, they do stupid shit like that all the time. That's, that's, that's their MO. We've known them for being this. I mean, look at the whole... I mean, look at any incident that's ever happened in college football. They're they're pretty awful at their jobs. Fair enough. All right, we got a fancy question in the comments. Anyone want to tackle this one? It's a tight end question. <clears throat> Even though R.I.P. to Mason, man, he uh, he uh, no longer a member of the show. My man had to do other stuff. But guys saying comment or ing- Kemp or Ingram, I can't even pronounce it. Cole Kemp, whatever the fuck the Bears tight end's name is, um, or Ingram. I am partial to Ingram because I am always a fan of a tight end who can stretch it. Um, also, I don't trust the Bears offense at all, but I'm for Ingram here. Anybody gonna offer a, I'll throw a curveball in there and say, you know, Justin Fields is, you know, you know, I'll stick with Ingram on this one because I was just answered my question as I was about to say it. Justin Fields is back, which means there's going to be a lot of running. Tyler Bajant was passing the football a lot more than Justin Fields. Justin Fields, this could be a game where he has 100-something rushing yards and maybe like, you know, 125 passing. Um, Titans defense, surprisingly, is actually amazing against tight end. Um, yeah, Titans defense is actually very good against opposing tight ends um, in, co- um, in coverage. Looking up uh, Engram's fantasy things, I have him on my bench right now. Um, the Titans have, I think, the number one defense in fantasy against the tight ends with the production-wise, obviously. So, But at the same time, I trust just I trust Trevor Lawrence. I trust that offense a lot more than the Bears right now. And even Fields coming back, obviously, is a lot better option than Bajan, but I think he's going to run the ball a lot more. And I think you're going to get a lot of more production from DJ Moore from uh, Justin Fields. So I'd go with Ingram this week. I'm taking Cole Komet, and I'm running away with it so far as well, too. Fantasy purpose-wise, it has not even really been that close between the two of them. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is better than Justin Fields, but not this year. Yes, they have 10 total pat touchdowns offensively from Tre- Trevor Lawrence passing. Cole Komet has five touchdowns by himself. Ed Bingham has zero. Their yards and receptions are within 10 of each other. So I'm going to take Cole Komet for fantasy purposes. All right. Fair enough. Intern, you got anything on this one? Uh, I'm going to take Not intern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Promotion. Um, yeah, I'm going to take uh, I'm gonna take Komet as well. Um, I just – I don't know. I, I, I think with Fields coming back, it's going to pick up his production even more, even though, like DJ said, he already has five touchdowns as it is. Um, Ingram, I mean, they have like what four or five weapons in Jacksonville, so you never know who's going to get the ball. Um, yeah, but, outside of NTN, I think it's really like Calvin Ridley is almost like not even existing. It's crazy. I haven't, outside I of, outside of outside of NTN, it's really you're throwing the ball to Kirk or um, Ingram at this point. Um, but either way, I think either one's a better good choice than commits. There's a lot of you know statistical op, like you know stats in his favor. Um, either should be fine, but. Go whichever one. Popular vote right now is Komet. Start them both. Put one at the tight end, one yeah. at the flex. I don't. 
I'm in the, I'm in a fantasy league with this said this said person, and I I don't think we got to have to uh, a, we can start flex tight end or whatever. I don't even know. Might yeah. be able to. I'm not I'm sure. Trying to sell, trying to sell Mostert right now, just because of Shane's coming back. I'm worried about that production. Not, you know what? I'm holding Mostert. I have a weird feeling. Maybe it's optimism that he's won me a couple weeks. Um, I think Achan's going to take a little time getting back acclimated. And honestly, Mostert, he's also he's also been hurt twice this season already, and we're yeah, still Mostert, like at that halfway point. So I'm thinking, you know, I could get hurt. Listen, a third I called time. Moser in my league too fast, too injured, and he's kind of stayed off the injury roster. So yeah. gotta love Sleeper App, by the way. Shout out to Sleeper App for allowing me to give my team my players all nicknames. It 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 just makes things fun. Also, by the way, if you have Amon Ross St. Brown, it literally if you have anything about the Sun God and his nickname, it gives him this crazy fucking uh Headpiece around his around his headshot, so he looks like an actual sun god. It's actually pretty fucking cool. Um, that being said, folks, we got a loaded show to go to. So, that being said, folks, it's time for everyone's favorite time of the week. Presented by the amazing people at Camps.com. Promo code Billy for twenty percent off. These people give you the best flavors for all of your dip alternative solutions. Uh. Uh. Grown here in the United States, California hemp, 10, 10 milligrams of CBD per pouch. They actually have heavier ones now, which I think are up to 25 for mint. I don't know. I got to order tomorrow. I, I literally went three months without ordering because I bought so much back in the summer. Um, just a great company. Check them out. Canips.com. Promo code Belly 20 for 20% off. Official sponsor of the corner booth, Belly Sports and the six pack. Let's get it going. All righty. We're headed to the Pacific Passing League. That is the Pac-12. We're going Utah, Arizona. Gentlemen, Arizona has kind of been like the little darling team of the Pac-12 this year. You know, they haven't really been good. I think since Nick Foles was playing quarterback. Um, Utah with their cattle farmer, third stringer, whoever the hell this guy is, whose name I, I can't remember this guy's name at this point. Um, that being said, it's going to be a fun game. I'm here for it. So, gentlemen, I'll start it off right now. Who's winning this game? We'll start with Matt, and we'll work around because he's the leader in the clubhouse still. Mm. Yeah, this is one I was going back and forth with, and it really comes down to, you know, who is this for Utah right now? So I think I'm going to go with the safe option and take the favored opponent right now, Arizona. I know it doesn't really matter, minus one. It's really a toss-up. Um, you're just picking straight up 50-50 winner, but I'll, I'll take my chances with Arizona this week. There you go. Um, Mr. Chris. Uh, I'm going the other way. Uh, I'm going to take Utah just because, I mean, again, the line's pretty small as it is, but um, just a gut feeling. Also, I need points, so pick an opposite of Matt. I'm, I'm rolling with my brother in solidarity. Chris, I'm rolling with you as well. Matt's no. been uh, on a cold streak betting college the past two weeks. Um, I'm thinking it's continue. Also, something about Arizona. I just, I something. You know who feel- went there? James Harden. Talk about James Harden earlier. He went to Arizona State. You dummy. Nah, you're right. Whoops. Party school. <laughs> he had the wild. first part right. Wrong. Yeah, right. Sun Devil. There's just something odd about this Arizona team. Every time I try to like get behind like what they're about, I'm just kind of like, I'm like, ah, yeah, but. Yeah, all right. This they they kind of scream is that like that that random Big Twelve, Pac Twelve team 
that just has a couple easy wins and then w- get, keeps a game close and they somehow find themselves in the rankings towards the end of the year because there's always that one team every year. I think this year it is Arizona. Um, I got Utah. So, yeah. Um, Mr. Smith. So, Noah Fafita, the quarterback at Arizona, man, he's a freshman, number one. Walks in there when their starting quarterback gets hurt, and he's just led a charge that I'm here for. Seven and three so far, five and two in conference. Shocked everybody. I mean, they they took USC to overtime, which granted USC isn't that great, but at the same time, Arizona's been one of the worst teams in college football the last two years, right? They're showing something that I am shocked, and, and it, I'm shocked about. And Jonah Coleman, their running back, is is stupid. Last week against Colorado, 11 carries, 179 yards, 16 yards a carry. That's all I need to know on that. I'm going to ride with them just because I like Barnes. I like what Barnes has done for Utah as the new starter since Cam Rising has basically been down. Been down but I'm not sold on the junior quarterback that much in this game. But Utah's defense is stout. I just don't think their defense really slows down what uh, Noah Fafita and Arizona's doing. I'm riding with Arizona to cover that spread. It's only minus one. All right. Mr. Stewart, you're the rubber match here. I'm going to go ahead and take Arizona as well. I like Utah. They're very well coached. They they do well against teams they shouldn't beat, like the top five, ten teams like they did the USC twice last year, what they almost did to Washington. They they beat the teams that are way up there more often than not or get really close. The teams close to them, like Arizona here, are the ones they seem to stagnate against a bit. So I'll take Arizona. You can't have the injuries they have and keep rolling. Fair enough. All right. We're moving to this one. The Battle of Kansas. I love that both these teams are ranked, by the way. Like, I saw this matchup today. It just made me happy. I'm like, yes. Both these teams have cost me and won me money this season. And also, like, I have no hatred towards both these football programs. They're just fun to watch. That being said, Kansas finds itself back in the top 25 here. Kansas State always is kind of like that bottom end of the top 25 every year. That being said, no do- <laughs> I made a Deuce Vaughn go for a second. Um, gentlemen, how are we feeling about this one? Uh, DJ, I'll start with you since you're rocking the purple. It's blue. But we're going to go ahead and take we're gonna take it's Kansas State. Violet. All right. It's- it's a, it is completely and utterly blue. Like it is, I don't know, maybe it's your lighting. It probably is. But either way, we're going to take Kansas to cover, but K-State to win. I think it'll be weirdly close being that interstate rivalry game. So I think seven and a half is a bit of a steep spread. I'm thinking it'll be like a three-point, four-point game. So Kansas will cover, but K-State will win. Fair enough. Um, Mr. Matt. So I don't know if it was my like the dyslexia or something kicking in, but when I saw this banner, there's a lot of twos, a lot of K's, a lot of S's going on. And I was reading this and I I, ha- I had to look at this about three or four times because I couldn't figure out who was who for a minute. Now that I'm I finally got it focused, I'm gonna take K. Oh, it's up to nine and a half, by the way. The line just changed again for Kansas. Yeah, it's, not, it's now it's dog. now minus nine and a half for Kansas. Yeah, I will Kansas. I will change this. I apologize <laughs> for the folks at home. Um a- now my laptop wants to start having a seizure. Yeah, um, the corner booth is not responsible for any misinformation that might involve betting well, the spread uh, profits or losses. K-State minus <laughs> seven and a half. So, but I definitely put that as a plus right there next to the Kansas team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking uh, K-State with this one. There we go. Now we're good. Um. Yeah. I'm going to take K-State as well. Here, here, here's the problem. 
every time I try to put money on Kansas when they're like a dog, they they screw me. They'll cover. They'll cover. And listen, you you talk to my um my boss who watches the show. Shout out to Mike. He has bet on Kansas multiple times. We always have jokes about this. I asked if you want to do a CEO's bet of the week, and I, we have a running joke about how he can never bet on Kansas. So I'm going to take his advice and not bet on Kansas. Give me Kansas State by a fucking mile. Not in the score, but just in how I'm going to pick this game. I don't trust the Jayhawks when it comes to gambling anymore. They burned me twice now. Kansas State's only burned me once. All right, who wants to go next? Volunteers. I'll grab this one. So it appears that uh, Jason Bean is supposed to be playing in this game, which is Kansas backup quarterback yet starting quarterback the last two years because Jalen Daniels is done for the year and he's already stated in a statement that he's converted on a return next season to Kansas if Lance Leipold is still there I don't think Lance is going to be there so that means Jalen Daniels is going to transfer wherever probably either with where his coach is going or he's going to another bigger program but I digress mm-hmm. uh Beans is, looks like Beans going to play if Bean plays I think does a lot of stuff to Kansas State that Kansas State doesn't like. I think Kansas covers this spread. 10 is kind of high. Everybody's piling on and taking the Kansas State money, and that just feels like suicide to me. Um, Yep, all of the tickets and the money's on Kansas State, and of course the spread's moving up, so traditionally that means that you probably should ride with Kansas State because Vegas is trying to get more people to take the Kansas bet, and nobody's taking the Kansas bet. I think Kansas covers this nine and a half. That just feels too high for me, especially at home, and I don't think Kansas State is 10 points better than Kansas. I think Kansas State is five points better than Kansas, but I don't think Kansas State is 10 points better than Kansas. I'm riding with the Jayhawks. My my issue, and this really what it comes down to, is I don't trust when Vegas starts shifting, like you said, Vegas starts shifting lines. I also don't trust a game where you've got a backup coming in and bull implications are on the line. It's a rivalry. Everything gets cloudy. I mean, he he has 19, 20 starts now. Oh, and I know. I'm not calling him a typical backup. He's not your traditional backup. No, he, no, he started no, no, most no. of last know, season. It's, it's like Cam Rising when he came in. Like I'm like, okay, this guy was a starter. Like it's or not Cam Rising. Um, who's the guy I'm thinking of? Bryson um, Barnes. Yes. Like, and then also the kid at Texas, uh, Texas Christian, before they showed everyone they were just literally Max Duggan on a miracle run. Like the kid who's backing up Texas Christian. Either way, um. Intern, you're finishing up here. Who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to go K-State. The only time I bet Kansas, only time I bet Rock Chalk is in basketball. So, I'm taking I still want to talk about it. 2022 still hurts my head a little bit. All right. Moving on to the game we've all been waiting for in college football this week. This is, I think, the premier game of the weekend. The fact the college game day didn't want to go to Corvallis is kind of insulting to me. You know, shout to J, J, uh, JMU for getting another uh, game day. Um, Washington, Oregon State at minus four. See, I, I went on this fucking biblical rant before, gentlemen. I cannot, in good conscience, not back the Huskies. They're my proxy team this year. I am a big Michael Penix fan. I love watching him play. His release drives me fucking crazy, but damn, does he throw a beautiful deep ball. 
I'm going with the Huskies here. I got to back them. As much as I love the DJU uh, redemption arc in, in Corvallis and also fuck Clemson and everything they stand for, um, I, I I think this is where Oregon, St- Oregon State makes us close. I think they might even cover, but I think it's going to come down to the final throw and Washington's just going to have just a quarterback play is going to win in the end, and I think panics over uh, DJ. So this spread right now is Oregon State minus one. How did it switch again? It's there's a lot of growth in the idea that Oregon State's going to win this game. <laughs> I like I checked this like I think I when, when did I send you guys the 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 games today? Three o'clock in the afternoon, something like uh, that. Yeah, Oregon State two and a half. Whenever you send it at yeah, two thirty, uh, yeah. Now it's Oregon State minus one. I was like, what the three shit? o'clock? Yeah. Shoot, I I'm like getting like pissed at, ES- yeah. at Caesar right now. Caesar's right now. Fan, FanDuel also has Oregon State's ranked at number ten, not eleven. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, ESPN has them at eleven still. Yeah, the college football playoff has them at eleven. So that's that's Either what everybody way. goes off of. Well, they you're also referring to Scam Duel, so that's on you. Yeah, number ten uh, is AP. AP poll like is ten. I like the blue. You know, it's a nice. Uh, nah, nice give me DraftKings. Give me that black and green, baby. They yeah. scam me all the time. AP yeah. and coach has Oregon State as 10, but um, the college football playoffs is 11, which is the only thing yeah. that matters is the playoffs. So, yeah. Doesn't change my opinion. Give me Washington. I think everyone putting too much on this. Yeah. I think I think the problem is, is Washington's going to prove, I think, another week of them being left out of the top four. I think this keeps them going. If, if they're going to step up, they're going to step I think this is – I'm going to back them. This is what it's going to be, but – I'm uh, I'm gonna stick with you with this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Washington as well and take Michael Panics over Oregon State word. for this week. I um I do have a random question for you guys. I'm only asking this in the middle of this segment because I have about ten minutes to make this decision. Uh, Joe Burrow tonight against Baltimore's defense or Kyler Murray against Houston for fantasy quarterback wise. Only asking this at this very moment because I have about ten minutes to do this. Kyler, and I just forgot. because Houston doesn't Houston secondary is inconsistent where. Baltimore's is just mean. Like tonight might be a final score of twenty to thirteen. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be yeah. an amazing game. I can't wait to watch, but it's gonna be yeah. twenty to thirteen final. It's score. gonna be a grow. It's gonna be one of the. It's gonna be a slugfest. They hate each other too. Yeah, so. it's a division game. It's all rugged. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm actually excited to watch a Thursday night football game. It's not my Eagles. This is a scary prospect. Yeah, no stress. I I can see this being a great game, and I can also see this being a game where Joe Burrow has like three touchdowns and two interceptions and like a fumble or some wild shit. And I'm like, I got like 18 points. Fair enough. All right, uh, Deej, go pick. I'm taking Washington, and I'm taking them comfortably. If it was if it's a 10 point spread, I'm going to take them. I missed your biblical ranks. I was a little late, but. I think they should be ranked number two, honestly, behind Georgia. Thank you, Florida State. I think I think Michigan's overrated. Michigan should be five. They are the ultimate can crushers until they finally beat Penn State. You look at the rest of their schedule; it is tomato cans. It looks like a pantry. Ohio State, the same way. Just you throw in Notre Dame as well, too. So one of those two could be one of those two could be a four. I'll give it to Ohio State for the Penn, for the Notre Dame win. Washington has three ranked wins already. Friend, right now, (laughs) this this is why we're friends because this, like, Florida State, I think it's still sitting at three spot because that LSU win at the beginning of the season. It's not always perfect, but I think Washington should be two or three, so I think they're going to roll this one by ten. Maybe not. DJ's DJ's taking them comfortably, like he's sitting by the fire and his snuggie and his nice little furry slippers and everything. 
If I had I, any I, of those things, I'd be doing it. No, I see. I could definitely see DJ having a snuggie. Um, I wish. Chris, I wouldn't be here if I had a snuggie. I'd be tucked in. Yeah, I'm gonna back <laughs> you guys here. I'm gonna take Washington. Um, All right, we got four for Washington. Jay, you lone wolfing? Uh, yep, I'm going with Oregon State. I think this is the upset that uh, Washington takes and pushes them right out of the playoffs. This guy, Michigan fan. Just saying. Um, right now, Oregon State's playing some really good football. They're, uh, I mean, nice, they're right? <laughs> playing up. You get that. Wrong, Wolf, man. I, I don't. I don't think that they lose this one. I think they go out there and give Washington fits. Washington's defense, like I said, is it's Swiss cheese. You can throw on them with ease. And I see Oregon State doing that to them. So I'm going to go with them. We lost the host. All right, I'm taking over. We're moving to... Yeah, that's what I'm game. talking about. Next game. I don't have the button. I don't got no... I got no authority. I got, no, I got no banner. I think DJ's our resident. Like, he's uh, can do everything for us. I don't know what the next game is either. Um, there, he is. there he is. I'm back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know what the fuck just happened. This is why, like, the trackpad on laptops is, like, the devil. I almost um, took over. All right, yeah. It's Chris is like next game, and he's like, I don't know how to do this. We got. Yeah, I was like, you don't know. We got. Listen, we got the next game coming up. We're going to NFL because this game kicks off in like eight minutes. I know everyone's got to get their bets in. So, Bengals Ravens Thursday night football, the slugfest of the weekend. I've wanted to pick the Bengals all week. The Ravens have let me down last two weeks in a row. I haven't made the choice yet. So, Ooh, DJ, I'll start with you because uh, you're my stage counsel. That is a bad decision right now. That means it is, but you know what? You're my friend, so I'll do it. I hate this game. I didn't want to pick first either. That's why I'm not happy about this. Fine, Matt Pitt's first. There yeah, we go. I'm, first. I'm, not, I'm not afraid. What am I? All right, anyways. Um, first place. Uh, all right, well, I had, a, I had a pick, and then I forgot what I was going to do now. But So, this is going to be a close game. As long as it's a close game, I got the Ravens winning this. If the Ravens somehow come out to like a nice 13 to nothing start, they got a double-digit lead, they're going to somehow figure out the squander, and they're going to lose. So as long as it is a tight game, I'm taking the Ravens because of because the Ravens cannot hold a double-digit lead to save their lives. Um, but I'm going with the defense here. So give, give me the Ravens over the Bengals because I got an upset pick somewhere else. I can, I can take this on. Because he did that, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think they they lose this one. They are all but toast. They need it a little bit more because if they lose this one, they basically have to go 6-1 and one the rest of the way to have a chance at the playoffs. So I'm going to say the Bengals find a way to survive this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pick this one. I'm a, um, I'm a, let, let me, I'll go ahead and jump in here. I'm going to take the, I'm gonna take the Ravens minus four uh, or three and a half, whichever one it is at this current moment. I think that Lamar – I know Lamar in the offense is tired of the defense, squandering away all these leads. So I see them trying to find a way to just eat as much clock as possible. So I sense that they'll go out there and win it by maybe five points. It'll be a close game because it is a divisional rivalry. It's the AFC North, and they're the most physical comp division in the NFL every year. But I think the Ravens go ahead and close this out. They need to do what they need to do to secure themselves a potential um, first-round buy. Give me the Ravens. All right. I'm gonna roll a J here. I, I, I every time I try to pick against Lamar, he burns me. Every time I try to pick with Lamar, he burns me. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm even money. I'm going with the team who I picked to win the AFC. Give me the Ravens here. Chris, you're up. Um, I mean, both teams came off 
a pretty bad loss. Um, this is tough. AFC North. Tough games game. in Baltimore? In Baltimore. Mm-hmm. The game's in Ooh, Baltimore. Yes. I think that's going to be Baltimore. a big factor. But something tells me the Bengals are going to win this game. I don't know why. Um, it might be that stale don't. Miller light. Yeah, it, it might be, yeah. I got a Miller light T-shirt on underneath this, by the way. Sponsoring them tonight. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Bungles. Um, I got to go different, man. I need these points. Matt, you took the Ravens, right? I did. And uh, my man B. Jor in the comments, if you were listening to Jazzy, I'm sorry that I did not pick her Bengals, but it's just strictly business. Also, my buddy in the comments, his daughter is a big Bengals fan. Joey B. went to LSU. I can't pick against my guy. There you go. Both teams' injury reports look like CVS receipts going into this game, too. So it's going to be who can break the least amount <laughs> of this game. By the end of it. <laughs> All right. You got a phone number with CBS? <laughs> All right. We're next up. We're on the clock here because I know the games are starting soon. Um, Cardinals, Texas. This game wasn't going to be fun until CJ Stroud versus Kyler Murray. I'm here for this. This is going to be fucking fun. I am excited for this. My buddy, my buddy from the gym texted me. He goes, yo, uh, you want to come watch some games? We'll go to the bar. I'm like, all right, bet. He goes, what's what's the game you're excited for? I'm like, I was looking. I'm like, I love Vegas versus Miami. I think that game's going to be weird. I love, uh, you know, uh, who's the other one? I, I was like excited. I was excited for Pittsburgh versus Cleveland because it's two inept offenses playing each other. <laughs> but the <laughs> game that makes me the happiest is this one because I just feel like it's going to be a fucking shootout from start to damn finish. Yeah, this is uh this one right here is actually gonna be my upset pick. I'm gonna take the Cardinals for over on this one. Um the last time I had this like weird gut feeling, I went against it and I didn't pick them and I forgot what the team was, but it was one where we all chose them as a favorite in college and it, they that was an upset that I did not get the points for because I did not pick the winner. But Kyler is back. Kyler's playing for his let's be honest, Kyler. I know he's got a contract. Kyler's playing for his spot on the Cardinals because the Cardinals are in an easy position where they can give him the Josh Rosen treatment as he, you know, gave to Josh. And they could ship him out for Penix or Caleb Williams and just trade him for somebody else. And so right now I think he's he's performing in a pace where he's like, I gotta show them that I'm their their franchise quarterback and they don't they don't need to find somebody else in the draft. So I think he's gonna use his legs a lot. I think he's gonna throw the ball. And it's going to be a very tight game. CJ Stroud is looking fantastic as a rookie right now, but I'm going to take the Cardinals with an upset. The Texans have been on a high, and I think they're going to take just a one one quick low low blow this week. So give me the Cardinals as an upset pick. Nice. Um, I love everything you just said. I'm going to take the Texans. It's a gamble, so, but you know. Well, here's the thing: is I love. I have been a CJ Stroud stand since like legit April draft. Even though Kelsey has this weird thing in his head where he thinks I didn't pick against them. I mean, I didn't pick CJ. I took Bryce Young and Will Levis. Listen, Connecticut boy, I love Will Levis. But CJ Stroud won me over when I watched him single-handedly take Georgia to the fucking limit last year. I'm like, all right, I I love this kid. There's no doubt in my mind. So that being said... I can't pick against CJ. I'm rolling with him. So, and I said it on, uh, commented on DJ's show last night. I said, CJ's locked for rookie of the year. Texans, I'm sitting pretty. I took them at eight plus wins. 
I'm sitting with this one. Cardinals, it's going to be tough. Kyler got a lucky win because Arthur Smith has the football IQ of a potato. Don't shoot salt potatoes that way. You watch him. He's a football IQ of an empty beer can. We're getting, that's more okay. <laughs> um, that being said, also, by the way, my parlay for this week for the corner booth was so high for favorite. It's at plus a thousand. So I put a doubt. I put ten dollars down. I could win a. I could win a thousand, a thousand bucks. Um, either way, um, I love the Texans. I love the grittiness they play with. I love how hard they run the football. It doesn't matter who they hand the ball off to. Damian Pierce, I hate you. Um, Nico Collins, my dude. Noah Brown, welcome to the free part of Texas. And uh, yeah, also Tank Dell, who Matt called. During our post draft special, was going to be a difference maker. So, Maddie, I gave you credit there. So, that being said, Texans go. Who wants next? Because I'll take it. <clears throat> Give me. Um, I do love the way that CJ Stroud is playing. He's walking in as a freshman, trying. I mean, as a rook, trying to take MVP honors. Right. He. He. His name is in that conversation because statistically, he's doing everything possible to make himself an MVP candidate. So I'm really high on what Houston's doing. I didn't think he, Houston was pretty much gutted when Bill O'Brien decided to trade every single draft pick they have for the next 20 years and send their best players away at the same time. It's really weird uh, setup, but it's Bill O'Brien. something you can expect. But as of right now, Houston's playing out of their mind. And Kyler is still trying to, get, you know, shake the rust off. He's shown some moments where he can't, where he is, but I don't think they have it. Give me Houston win to cover this one. All right. Intern. Um intern. yeah, I'm gonna promote intern. I'm gonna roll with the Stroud boys. Um I've been picking against them lately. I don't know why I keep doing that. I just keep thinking like, you know, this is gonna be the week where you know Stroud takes a step back and the other team's gonna win. But um it's Kyler's second game back. He's been out for half the year. Um they barely beat the Falcons last week, so yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Stroud boys at home. Taking the Texans. Nice. DJ, I leave you. Either way, the Cardinals win because if they lose, their draft pick gets better. If they win, the Texans draft pick gets better for them. So they're cooking with fire either way. I'm going to say the Texans will win, but <coughs> will cover. I think I think it's whatever the over is, I might be poking that one just a little bit too. Nice. Mm. Also, by the way, Justin Jefferson is probably playing this week. So me and Four DJ and match fit. Me, DJ, and Matt's Fantasy League. I got JJ back. I'm hype, man. I'm about to come back. The comeback is real. Yeah. I'm down a touchdown still. I'm going to start blasting Creed. Don't y'all make me. Well, that's <laughs> for me. See you guys later then. <laughs> Listen, I start playing I start playing in the middle of the show on, Friday, on Tuesday, oh, man. Fun fact, Creed's coming to uh, Connecticut uh, next summer. Maddie, we're going to Creed. Ninety dollars a ticket. I'll see. Fuck yeah, we're doing it. We're going to Creed. <laughs> Listen, I started okay. blasting Creed in the office when I needed a sales call to go through, and they started going through. I believe in the <laughs> magic of that song. Just channel your inner '90s like punk rock emo phase kind of thing, and you just you'll be fine. You mean like new wave Christian? But yeah, I got you. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Last but not least, Monday football. Super Bowl rematch. This game was titled Operate. This episode is titled Operation Payback for a reason. I have been sitting in pain since last February. I have never felt. So, I was so sad 
and so angry and depressed. February, whatever it was, 13th, 14th, fuck Valentine's Day. Um, It was whatever, <laughs> Valentine's Day weekend or the week before, it doesn't fucking matter. When I had to watch my birds lose to TikTok boy, the less attractive Kelsey, and Kermit the Frog. That being said, the Chiefs are a very good football team and a very good football organization. I respect, fear, and understand why they're good. That being said, Chris, you know what I'm about to say. I'm not even going to play no Meek Mill, no Eagles fight song. This is fucking personal. I don't give a fuck what happens in the Super Bowl. I do, obviously. But I don't know if the, the, the Chiefs will go back to the Super Bowl this year. I don't know if we will. I hope we will. We should. We're the number one seed. But the Ravens, good. Dolphins, name. I don't know. The AFC's weird. Either way, go Birds. Go fucking Birds, go dude. fucking Birds! You already know my pick, too. I don't even have to go through this whole monologue. Go This isn't birds, even for dude. betting. This is just for fucking pride. Go fucking I, Birds! I might I might fly to Arrowhead just to go to some local bar. Just, you know, create some ruckus. He's like, oh, where are you here for the game? Nah, I paid all this money to you. you guys shit in this random local bar. You're welcome. Yeah. Chris is out here just causing a public disturbance yeah. in the middle of Kansas I'm pretty City. good at that. Bad comment. Didn't like that comment. Idiots win football games. Remember that. <laughs> There's no more. I'm going uh, uh, right. to go with my I, – I, I'm going with the Eagles. So I'm also going with the strategy that I know Chris is also going Eagles. So if I go Eagles and you guys lose, then we're all we're all kind of even. So, like, I don't need to pick the Chiefs. And if I lose, then I'm down a point. But also I do yeah. think – I mean, let's let's break it down. Let's I mean, break it down. With, listen, I don't think you've missed on a many NFL games this year. So, like, I think this makes me – this game does not mean shit to me in the terms of the six-pack. This game means more of my personal pride. I want us to literally – I want to see Hassan Reddick and Jalen Carter smush Mahomes. I want to break that is what play. I want to see them do. Like, literally crush him in the pocket. This dude, I mean, dude had a leg injury, like, and then he runs for 40 yards to fucking ice the game. But, like, to, to break it down, so, like, you look at the Chiefs, like, Patrick Mahomes, Isaiah Pacheco, and Travis Kelsey is is who you got to contain. It doesn't really matter about Rashi Rice. It doesn't matter about, like, my, my, um, MVS. It doesn't matter about, like, Kadarius Tony. Nico Hardman's been up and down. It's He's just really the special Swift. teams guy. And then on the defensive side, you, you know, you got Chris Jones and, and LeJarius Sneed. But outside of all that, like, I just, like, I'm more scared of Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, Devonta Smith, A.J. Brown, and that entire defensive line. Like, that ball should not get past that line because they should be all over Patrick Mahomes this this week. And I know the refs will probably have something to do with that, but everything – I mean, I'm, I'm eating away at that plus 190, whatever, because I don't, I don't, I just, I know it's the Chiefs and everything, but at the end of the day, this should be an Eagles game. The better, much, much better defense. I think like, they got a lot better efficient offense. Everything screams the Eagles, and I hope and pray that this isn't some sort of trap game where everybody bites on it and it doesn't work out for them. But I'm, I'm picking the Eagles here on paper and and everything else. This screams Eagles are the much better team. Well, this is game one of the Eagles gauntlet. So yeah, let's uh. 
And I and it's just there's there's something about there's something about being that team that lost in the Super Bowl for some controversial shit, and then you're playing them again the following year. There's just something about that where you're like, how can you not pick that team to win? Fair enough. All right, Deej. If Taylor Swift is in attendance, the Chiefs are going to roll by 25. But if she's not there, it gets a whole lot more interesting. She's, she's going to be in Brazil. She's an Eagles fan, she, by the way. Yeah, is but when Travis, is Travis Kelsey suddenly turns into 2019 Travis Kelsey. That's a whole different animal. But I digress. What I will say is the, the Eagles' pass defense this year kind of worries me. If they don't get a sack, they give up chunk plays. And while the Chiefs have been spotty throwing the ball this year – if you give them an inch, they take a mile. We saw it with the Chargers, the Bears, that sort of team. They just If you give them an inch, they will take the mile. I don't like really the spread either way, three and a half. I think it's going to be a one, two, three-point game. So I'm going to say the Eagles will cover that three-and-a-half-point spread. But I still am leaning towards the Chiefs because I am more – that is a top-five defense nonetheless. That has been a fantastic defense this year, and the Eagles' pass defense concerns me. So I'm going to lean towards the Chiefs, but I don't like it. I'm keeping my money to myself on this one. I'm going to sit back with the TV on mute and enjoy it. Yeah, it's gonna not be enough hard. alcohol in the world to make uh, make it okay. It's gonna be I like Kelsey that. Best. I like that Talks we're gonna the half uh, listening to it on mute, watching the game on mute. That way, you don't hear anything about the Swifties or anything yeah. like that. That's smart. <clears throat> Isn't it? Arrowhead? How would you feel? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say temperature wise, 48 degrees game time. It's gonna be at night. Hmm. It's gonna be a little bit frosty, look cold. Both teams are good and cold, so it's nothing to even be concerned about. I think I'm gonna ride with in this one. Probably roll with the home team, go with the Chiefs to cover this one. I think the Eagles, though, will control more of the time of possession in this game. But I think Patrick Mahomes will do just enough to get them over the hump to win by a field goal minimum. Give me the Chiefs. Plot twist too. I'm gonna take the under in this game. I think it's gonna be a lot more defensively based than we'd expect. I I was also gonna say maybe take the under. I think that we're gonna see a lot of field goals, a lot of run. Like this is gonna be basically at one point DeAndre Swift versus Isaiah Pachanko. Yeah, see that. All right. See Taylor Swift in the box with a half uh, half Chiefs, half Eagles jersey, both for the Kelseys. So where the other half of the world Don is wearing. Jay, we appreciate you stopping by. By the way, check out Unfair Sports. On Twitter, on YouTube, we appreciate Jay for coming through and sticking through for the whole six pack. Um, so, bo- boys, Maddie, Chris, you gotta get your six packs bets in. I will rant for the next thirty seconds about my gimme upsets. Um, my upset: give me the Raiders over the Dolphins. Raiders. I, I listen. I don't know if that something might about the Dolphins off a of buy. The Raiders are fighting like demons. I'm really I mean, I liking that. this game. I love the physicality of the Raiders versus the Dolphins not being physical. So, that being said, my upset is the Raiders. That is why my parlay is a $1,000 payout for a $6 bet. <laughs> but that being said, uh, Maddie, you taking an upset here? Uh, I took the Cardinals as my upset, so my gimme for the week. Uh, no, comes no surprise to anybody if you know me. Uh, go Tigers! I am taking LSU. If I remembered who they were playing, but just know that they are like minus like twenty something hundred or whatever it is. I gotta find that out for you because I completely forgot who they're playing this week. Um, LSU is my gimme though. 
I do have an idea for a house upset if you guys are interested in doing one of those. I'm good. This week. I'm good with it. Uh, Chris, pick your game first, though. Um. Okay, I am struggling here. I'm going to take the Titans over the Jags. Um, the Jags are a better team on the road than they are at home. I saw statistically. Um, Titans are plus seven. This I like Will true. Levis. I'm taking the Titans. Nice. Deej, do you have an upset or a gimme for us? Ooh, an upset or a gimme. Circle back to me really quickly. All right, Maddie, how's upset? Go. All right. Well, yeah, like I was saying, LSU is my gimme. They're playing Georgia State. That's who the opponent is. Um, house upset. Hear me out. Jets over Bills. I was going to pick that as my – I was going to pick that I'm as my – I am on the breakup J- Josh and Haley train, so – I'm just – I, I mean, listen – I had, I'll be completely transparent with you guys. I had zero confidence going into this game at the beginning of the year. I thought there was, I thought we were going to beat them at home because of Rogers. We wound up beating them without Rogers, but I always knew no matter what happened, like we would at least split the series. However, Josh Allen has the most, I believe he has the most interceptions in the league right now. He has continued to regress each game, each year without Brian Dable. They just fired Ken Dorsey. And do you guys know who they replaced him with? Joe Brady. How good did Joe Brady do in Carolina? Give me the Jets by fucking 20. So I am expecting this to be a defensive debacle. Fuck you, Buffalo. You fire my boy, ex- You're done. Um, done. Listen, I, I'm looking at this defensive line, and they've been sacking the quarterback a lot. I think they should get at least five this game. Hopefully oh, an interception or two. Zach Wilson, uh, you know, Brees Hall. That's who we're going to look at. Brees Hall is going to run the ball again. And, um, yeah, I'm thinking uh, by a small margin, like maybe, maybe three, but I'm thinking Jets house upset over the Bills. Very nice. Very nice. I will take it. I'll roll with it. <laughs> I got it. We got a fun one here. Believe it or not, the Vikings are underdogs to the Broncos. So give me oh, Josh Dobbs to keep the train give- rolling. Oh. <laughs> Don't get Wait. me started, Deej. I love that pick. Wow. You have to take it. You can take it as That's yours. a bargain pick. Ah, well, all right. Well, you know what? This might be good. Maybe this is good to take the the betting advice in a sense from DJ and not Kelsey. Maybe you need to take the advice from DJ instead. Uh, that's, you know what? If it, it's a year by year basis with me this year, maybe not as much. If you'd asked me last year, you'd be a rich man. Well, well Kelsey listen, made me feel bad about my house. Kelsey just makes now. everyone feel bad about betting. But listen, boys, we got to believe. Oh, boy. Can you take? <laughs> Me, I'm sorry, DJ. I know how much you can't. You don't want to hear that shit. Listen, this music killed my World Series hopes for my Diamondbacks. Is you? I don't even care because you know what? It got me sales, and that's all I care about. Never heard anybody say they hate Creed. So no, nobody. I'm on board. Mm. Ooh, one more actually. North Carolina is a seven and a half point underdog to Clemson. Give me Drake May. What? Give me oh, Drake. Fuck yeah, I'm rolling with fucking North Carolina to roll North, fucking Clemson. Clemson. Plus 260 money line. Can we yeah, change your picture? No, I'm still fucking rolling with Miami to fucking right. upset the Dolphins, but I already Wait. placed the bet. Vegas already what? has my money. So he's got he, he'll understand. <laughs> You're yeah, in that no. too, right? Listen, I yeah. listen. Any coach that shows up wearing black Air Force Ones is a fucking problem. Okay. Yeah. No, we were laughing because you said you're, you're still picking Miami to fuck up the Dolphins. So we were like, no, he. I, we understand what he's saying. He just he'll figure it out. It's been a long day, guys. I have I've been running on like five hours of sleep the last month. So, 
Oh, I can't. I, I'm loving these two day weekends again, guys. They're they're so great. All right, Kelsey's um, starting some drama in the comments. Jared Woodrow with UNC. Is it bad? I read that as Unk. Then I realized. I mean, that's you know, just Kelsey being better. Who cares? This is just what usually happens, you know. Because you know, people can't leave me alone. I didn't want to be a North Carolina basketball fan. And then also be a Miami football fan and Miami for everything else, baseball, lacrosse, whatever, right? Um, my love of Miami of Miami football and Miami, my I picked Miami as my college in when I was in college because my D two team was ass. If I went to a D one school, that would be my team. Like I was, I was supposed to go to LSU. I would be an LSU fan, but I didn't. So, Damn. yeah, no. So cool. Miami, I ended up picking Miami my junior year of college, and that was it. North Carolina basketball has been a constant in my life since I was like seven. So I stuck with them. I haven't ne- I tried to root for them in other sports. It just didn't feel right. So I just kind of stuck to basketball my entire like young adult life. And then I've stuck with them ever since, man, from like I think 03 through now. Just that explains why you look like Tyler Hansborough. Psycho T was my dog back in middle school, bro. I love Psycho T. I just like Ty Lawson because I look, I could look him right out. But he was in the Ty NBA. Lawson was the fastest motherfucker I've ever seen playing a basketball court. Jose Flowers is about to score, guys. Damn it, I traded him away. Nice. I got De- I got mm-hmm. Debo for him. Um, it's been three minutes. Okay, not yeah. score. He's had a big old play. Hey, that works. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um. We're gonna do two rounds. We're gonna. I promised a little bit of corner booth knockout, so we're gonna do four rounds quick. All right, so we're gonna go. So Chris, we're starting off here in the power rankings. I believe we are leaving off with Titans versus Bears. Yes. That being said, I will start it off. Give me the Titans. I think Will Levis will have a better football career than Justin Fields. I think Mike Vrabel is a better coach. I think the Titans are a better organization. Give me the Titans. Um. So Wait. I. Uh, I just want to say, like, what if it's a two-two tie here? Um, two. my vote carries oh. twice. I host the show. Oh, that's okay. fair, I guess. Um. So I agree. So I, I Mike Vrabel is a much better coach. Um. Titans probably much better run organization. I I'm not sold on Justin Fields just yet. I think he's hyped because he has that ability to just win the game with 170 something yards on the ground. But you're the quarterback; you got to throw the ball at the same time. Um, but there's just one thing the Titans don't do, and they never address their defense. They get Jeffrey Simmons, and they think that they're all done and they, everything's hunky dory because they have a really good defensive end. But I just, oh man, I I just I like the I think I like the Bears here. Titans go bargain shopping for a lot of things, especially the quarterback position. And like I said, they don't trust the defense really. They'll put together a decent, solid offense, but they have nothing to help them secure points on the board. You know, with that when the defense goes on the field, so they'll take the Bears for a longer shot favorite to win Super Bowl compared to those two. All right, Deej. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears because I think right now for the Titans, it's pretty much tanking season. 
I think they're at this point just like, what can Will Levis do? Let's let him play. And I think the Bears defense has been subtly a little bit better the last month or so. It's not good by any means, but it's a little bit better. And the Titans' pass defense is still kind of butt cheeks. I mean, Gardner Minshew had like 80% completion. I mean, he stinks, so that's all you need to know. All right, Chris, am I a lone wolf in here? Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, I'm going to take the Bears. You little bastard. I promote you. This is what you do to me. <laughs> we still got the Eagles, though. I mean, if this was like a playoff stints, but they just they just never capitalized on any of those. Fair enough. All right, next up, Atlanta Falcons versus the Chicago Bears. So you guys I'm gonna go with yourselves because the- both teams deserve to burn in hell. Yes, yeah, you know. I'm going to go with the Falcons on this one. I think they're putting together a, a pretty solid team. I just think that they have to figure out the quarterback situation, and I, I think they're going to slowly realize that Desmond Ritter is not the answer. But listen, the Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, add some more, add another receiver to that core um, defense. You know, middle of the pack, slowly but surely, some just creeping up, just a little bit, getting a little better every now and then. But um, really, the only thing they're missing to make some sort of run is a quarterback. So I will take the tight, uh, not the Titans. I will take the Falcons in this situation. I think they have a much better structure currently. All right, hey guys. I think Mark Andrews' season just ended. Don't say I that because it. I don't say that. He's on the ground and they got the commercial. Like it did not look good. Oh Jesus. And it's a good thing I chose a prop bet of uh, Mark Andrews, 25-plus receiving yards in each half. Well, you, my friend, just donated money to the Las Vegas Charity Fund. And let me let me, let me me uh, paint you a sad story real quick. I acquired Dallas Goddard. Two weeks later, lost Dallas Goddard to a broken bone or whatever it was. And then a, dirty a, week, later, a week later, I acquired Mark Andrews. And here I am. Same amount of time that I had Dallas Goddard. I lost. You're a freaking jinx. Quit touching players. You're yeah, killing me. Hey, Matt, I need you to go pick up Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> can you go grab the entire Jaguars and Houston rosters so I can yeah, see? No, I need you to grab Patrick Mahomes. Um, I needed. Uh, I needed positional player known as um, Brock Purdy, and maybe go grab um, Christian McCaffrey while you're at it. Why do you I had. I was weak. I was weak in running backs and and uh, receiver or running back or whatever it was. So I traded Laporta and I had Goddard as insurance. So I started him, but I got Rashad White and Rashad White was doing amazing for me the last handful of weeks. But I lost Goddard, so I traded Jamar Chase with his back injury for DeAndre Hopkins and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is now gone. <laughs> DJ, I fucking love your co-host, man. <laughs> <laughs> Cray Lance. The ultimate definition of a self-hating Cowboys fan. <laughs> you get Dak. Honestly, oh good fantasy-wise. So now I'm going to go out and I'm going to have to probably go trade for Hunter Henry. And we all know what's going to happen to Hunter Henry in a couple weeks. I mean, so listen, I the Patriots are already asked. So what does that fucking do to them? Nothing. I know. Uh, good news, guys. Mark is at least walking off. So maybe he's not That's dead. good. There you go. All right. Good. We're going to do one. All right. So uh, I'm up, right? Uh, for f- Bears versus. Yeah, I think I was the only one that picked. Bears versus yeah. Falcons. Bears Falcons. I guess give me the fucking Bears. I don't know the Falcons. To me, they got a far Arthur Smith to be good at football again. So, yeah, I'm taking the Bears too. Um, seems like Arthur Smith's a big problem. He uh, just figured out that um, that Bijan Robinson is useful, so he started <laughs> playing him again. Um, 
yeah. It just they it seems like the Falcons have every they have you know playmakers at every offensive position besides the quarterback, and it seems like that's never going to get figured out. So exactly. Um, All right, uh, Deej, you want you clean sweeping with us? Yeah, I've no, I've been on record saying Arthur Smith is Chip Kelly with a mustache who just shaved off his mustache. Thank years. you. If, if we're going against him at all times until he figures it out, because he wants to be the smartest guy in the room, but it's he's it's no, just no. We'll never pick for him. The, the, the right. Falcons, yeah. all, right. all the Falcons Bears? have to do is they all they got to do is fire Arthur Smith, go draft like Bo Nix or JJ McCarthy later in the rounds or whatever, and then they're in a much better spot than the Bears. All right, last one of the night: uh, Bears versus the fucking ears. I was what is he saying? The fucking ah, uh, hmm. I kind another of team, a believer in the Baker Mayfield Express, guys. I'm not gonna another, lie. Another team, Falcon uh, uh Buccaneers wise, that much better run organization. Coach sucks too, but I mean, other than that, I mean that offense is, is they all they need is really just like some sort of above average tight end. Um, because they got you got Godwin, you have Evans, you got Rashad White, that defense is scrappy. I like the I like the Buccaneers in this one over the Falcons, even if they are not the Falcons, too. Bears. Even no, if they were to keep Baker you. Mayfield in the long run, I think they'd be better than the Bears. But I, I just they got to get a different quarterback, whether they draft or whatever they do. But the the Falcons have all the fuck. The Baker Falcons. is their Alex Smith. The they Buccaneers have the all the pieces that they need. Just they get a go trade up. They grab. They draft their quarterback, but now they have their Alex Smith and Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield's not a bad teammate. He's just reckless with the football. But here's the thing: is Baker is not – listen, I watched Baker drive the field against three different good defenses this year and score touchdowns when his team needed points. And I'm like, yeah, this is still Baker Mayfield. Like, they're a good team. The problem is is that Todd Bowles' defense is basically useless. They're good one week, and then against, like, C.J. Stroud, who's the new Aaron, the next Aaron Rodgers, just useless. So – I'm referring I, to the Aaron Rodgers that's going to be coming back in about four weeks? Yes, that Aaron Rodgers, the one who's going to be one of the top 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Not Aaron uh, Rodgers, but, you know, makes sense anyways. Fair enough. Oh. All right. Um, who's left to pick? That'd be, oh. the, in, that'd be uh, the the former intern. Former intern. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Bucs. Um, all right. Tampa Bay is a better free agent destination. I believe in Baker. Um, yeah, take the Bucs. All right, so Bucs more likely to win a Super Bowl than the uh, – I can believe that. All right, fellas, ladies, gentlemen, everybody, that wraps it up for the Cornwall pregame. Thank you for stopping by. Shout out to our boy Jay Smith and Unfair Sports for coming through. We know, uh, understand his time is valuable. He was able to spend about an hour and ten with us. Um, DJ, where can we find your amazing content? You and that handsome devil, Kelsey. You can find us at High Low Sports for pretty much everything from YouTube to X, Twitter. Instagram, everything and above. We go live every Wednesdays, 8 p.m., Tier Tuesdays every Tuesday, DJ's Best Bets every Saturday or Sunday morning leading into the NFL games. We're probably in about 50% overall with some of those two. The parlays aren't doing great, but the individual bets look pretty snazzy. So go and take a peek. Take the ones that you'd like out of there. I used one of the individual bets last week and got me a dollar. I'm working with it. We've hit two of the best bet parlays this year, so we're not completely useless. Those individual bets are good. The parlays, I get greedy. I try and go for those plus 1,000, plus 700. I, I like small with a little Literally me. Literally me. It's like watching me. For you betting your mortgages, if you, anyone who's watching. I'm not responsible for your mortgages or your life. Yeah, if you want to gamble, mortgage. you gamble. Um, <laughs> You can find me, Chris, and Matt at Corn Pod. 
can find Matt at Corner Booth Matt. Chris runs our Corner Booth Twitter account. I am at Belly of Jared and Corner Booth Jared on everything else because apparently Twitter wants to be an asshole with me changing anything. Also, for continuity reasons, being one of the founding members of Belly of Sports, that kind of tracks. Um, or at least one of the longest running members of Belly of Sports. I think I'm number three behind the two co owners. So, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, check out Tuesday. We'll have our uh, Thanksgiving special with our holiday nine pack. Um, not sure if DJ will be making it for our Tuesday show. If he is, awesome. If not, we understand. Um, Do we? That, that being said, uh, I believe Cruz is coming by for our Tuesday show. It should be a fun time. Um, we will see you guys on Tuesday at 7 o'clock for our uh, holiday, uh, first of our holiday shows. Yeah, no, you're not. You don't qualify for that one, Kelsey. Sorry. Um, first to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Gus Edwards scored. There you, you go. Gus, the Gus boss in the, in the crib. All right. We appreciate you stopping by. Shout out to Candips, Mauler Bros, and Seat Geek, our amazing sponsors, and of course, by Sports and Pilot Media. We will catch you guys on Tuesday for a live episode of the Corner with Podcast. Peace. <laughs>